hello and welcome to our podcast. We hope it encourages and inspires you. Please head to our website for more information on what is happening at Ashburton New Life or to get in touch. One of our team would love to talk to you. Here's today's message. So my message for today um, is very basic and fundamentals, but something that we need to remember because fundamentals and the basic stuff is what keeps us going. Do you agree with that? Um, It's just an easy message. I'm pretty sure you're going to go out of this room smiling and happy. All right, so the title of my message today is Grateful Heart. Is that good? Yes. Ask your... Uh, ask the person beside you, are you grateful this morning? <coughs> you should be. <laughs> Let me start by saying that a grateful heart, oh, in Kiwi, heart, no heart, in Philippine, heart. <laughs> a grateful heart is a heart that is healthy. You know, statistics says that a grateful people tend to be healthier and happier. They exhibit lower levels of stress and depression. And they cope better with adversity. And you know what? They sleep better. Just being grateful. They tend to be happier and more satisfied with life. Isn't that good? So what if every day we wake up, we practice gratefulness? Lord, thank you. Oh. It's morning time, Lord. Thank you for another life that I can serve you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that I can love my children, and just about just when about you roll on the other side, you saw your wife. Oh, Lord, thank you, beautiful wife. Thank you, Lord. I'm grateful that I have a beautiful wife, Lord. And you hear your children noisy jumping on your bed. Oh, Lord, thank you. They are healthy. You know, we just need to be grateful. If we do that every morning, I'm telling you. We will live like a hundred years old. We will live longer, happier, and we will sleep better. Is that good? Yes. Amen. <clears throat> um, when Arlene and I got married, um, I always wanted to have a daughter, just because I'm always fascinated with the beauty of my wife. I said, sweet, when we get married, give me a daughter that looks like you. <laughs> Stunning, beautiful, one of a kind. But God has other plans. <laughs> God said, no, 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 no. I need to increase your genes. <laughs> so I'll just give you three boys. Can you go to the next slide, please, quickly? So from your left, we have Isaiah. We call him Sai. When he goes to Teen Asia, we will call him Ice. Because <laughs> he's cold. So Sai... And our eldest nine-year-old, Sid, and Luke is our youngest three-year-old. So they are five, nine, and three. Hard work. Just, just saying this, just hard work. Isn't it, Brad? You feel my pain, Brad? <laughs> um, I also call them sometimes dependent, uh, very independent, very dependent, and very demanding. <laughs> So, instead of me being grumpy to the Lord, and Lord, why did you give me children? I I always wanted a daughter, Lord, but why are you giving me these three little good boys, Lord? But instead of me having that attitude, my attitude towards that is, 
when they get married, I will have three daughters. Is that good? Yes. And I'm grateful for that because I'm looking forward for that because in the future I will have three beautiful daughters. It will be Nikame. I wanted a family that is a girl breeder. Are you okay with that, right? I would have all the Rakawas as my daughter. So instead of me being grumpy about what I have, um, Lord, thank you. I have a beautiful children. They are healthy and they are well. And they will be. They will be the future of fusion. Yeah. And not only my children, but your children. Yeah. Yeah. Our fusion right now is just version one. Do you know that? Yeah. Our children will be version two, and it will be much, much more better. I was preaching about the book of Elisha, and they will be the double portion yeah. of yeah. their parents. Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. That's good. So our first, our, our theme verse for today is First Thessalonians 518. Uh, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Let me rephrase that. God says, this is my will for you. You should give thanks. Alright? Is that good? Um, why does God require us to be grateful? Well, for the same reason that we do it for our children. You know, if our children ask someone, a stranger, or someone, or a teacher, we ask them, what do you say? You say, thank you. It's the same reason that God wants us to develop, to have a grateful heart. Alright? As much as God wants us to give Him thanksgiving because He deserved it, but more than ever because He wants us to develop that grateful heart. You know, in the, in the New Testament, this is not, there is a nine fruit of the Holy Spirit. And three of those Nine fruit of the Holy Spirit. One of the three of those is kindness, goodness, and patience. You know what? When you have a grateful heart, you automatically be a kind person. You will be a good person. You will be patient. Just because you have a grateful heart. So being a grateful is not a suggestion. It's a commandment. You hear me? When you decide to be unfaithful to your spouse, there's a consequence for that. It's no-brainer, isn't it? God does not need to put punishment to you because when you took that sin, we took the consequences from. When you eat more, more than it's what is required, there's a consequence for that. Right? When you go to McDonald's three times a day, there's a consequence for that. Right? You'll go chubby and people will start pinching you because you're cute. <laughs> Correct, Lisa? <laughs> I haven't seen you in McDonald's, Lisa. <laughs> I don't know where, where is that coming from. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm in trouble. <laughs> 
I, mean, I need to give my resignation before I'm, before after the service. Are oh, you fired? <laughs> Be grateful in trials. <laughs> You know what, my English is only good for 15 minutes. <laughs> After that, we don't understand each other anymore. So I'm gibberish. Yeah. <laughs> it's been 17 minutes already. <laughs> so bear with me. We'll get there. Alright? From the book of Job. Be grateful in trials. Alright? When I hear the word the name Job. Oh, I just screamed. You know Moses is legend. Joshua is legend. Uh, who else? Daniel is legend. Brother Rakawa is legend. Um, Lisa is legend. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, when you hear it, when you read the book of Job, man, oh, I just screamed because, man, this guy is tough. Unlike Moses or Joshua, he wasn't fighting a physical soldier. He was fighting inward, He's fighting for himself in the Lord. Those trials, those ten children that he lost in one day, the properties that he lost in one day, the compromise on his heart that he lost in one day, he has balls everywhere. Man, I praise Lord, this guy is a legend. I will say, Lord, thank you that he chose Job and not one of us. <laughs> we get to learn from the Job story, you know, people are inspired because of Job's story. We survive because of Job's story. Isn't it? Yeah. Job was a good and godly man, and yet all ten of his children died practically in a single day. Look at that. His livestock was all destroyed, his health was compromised with boils. And this is uh, from Job chapter 2, 9 to 10. It says there, his wife said to him, Are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Curse God. And die. Not a wife, eh? Can <laughs> <laughs> I hear an amen? <laughs> but Job replied, You talk like a foolish woman. That's the leader of the house, eh? That's how we talk like a right? You're a foolish woman. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Should we accept only good things from the hand of God and never anything bad? So in all this, Job said, nothing wrong. Uh, wow. He kept quiet. Job said, nothing wrong. You know, back in the day, when you talk back to your parents, oh, you will have a beating of your life. <laughs> it's not, I don't know about your culture, but man, our culture, goodness. It's not discipline, it's abuse. <laughs> a stick and a buckle on the... Buckle on the belt, my goodness. But here we are, we survived. <laughs> but if we don't talk back to our parents, it's a sign of respect. When you're being disciplined. Right? Just like Job. He, doesn't, he didn't talk back to, to the Lord. And it is a sign of gratitude, of respect, to the highest level. Job, by staying quiet and not retaliating against God, is a sign of respect to the highest form. Observe two things about adversity or trials, and you need to listen to this. Every time you have trials, whatever it is, finances, health, 
relationship, whatever it is, job. You have two choices. You either you fall apart or you draw closer to God. Yes. Is that good? Yes. It's either you break down or you break through. Yes. Tell the person beside you, we break through. Alright? So either you break down or you break through. Time to try. So whatever circumstances, I don't know your circumstances right now, I don't know the trials you are in. But choose to break through. Yeah. Lord, help me to break through this, Lord. That's right. Give me endurance, Lord. Give me patience, Lord. Give me wisdom, Lord. Second, what we say is crucial in our, in, in our integrity, the integrity that we stand for, you know, the, the faith that we rely on has to stay intact. In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. Yes, he grieved deeply, and he had lots of questions for God, including unanswered ones. Yet, when he spoke, here's what Job said. Job chapter 23, 10-12, he said, He knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I shall come forth as a goat. My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his way and not turned aside. I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Isn't that amazing? That's gratitude to the highest level. That's a grateful heart. In our age, um, I can ask the band now, please. In our age where social media is just rampant, it's just everywhere. You know, nothing's wrong with social media, but when you use it wrong and you perceive it wrong, it's going to consume you. You know, in social media, we post mostly the happy stuff. You know, people don't post, you know, that husband uh, that I quarreled with my wife a while ago. Um, I don't post that I'm in pain a while ago, you know. Um, in social media, it's all happy stuff, mostly. And because of that, people tend to compare themselves. And they depressed that they have more and you, you have less. You know? I'm telling you, they're not post, that is not real. They're not posting the background, what's happening in the background. That is not real life. So don't, don't ever compare, especially to the teenagers, don't ever compare yourself to the people in the social media. Because that is not real socializing. We don't realize the blessings that God is providing us on a daily basis because of that. People tend to be ungrateful nowadays, but not on this church. Amen? Yeah. Amen. But God is reminding us all today to be grateful in whatever circumstances we have, just like David. There's a famous saying that if you put the problems that you have, you put it in a bucket, and you step back and you see all the problems that people are putting there. You just want to say to God, Lord, I have my problems back. <laughs> because you don't know what's happening to other people. Yeah. So just be grateful of your circumstances. God doesn't give us uh, trials that we cannot endure. If we can't, the Bible says, God will make a way for an escape. Alright? Always remember 
The trios is three things. One, it's a consequence of your action. Number two, you are tempted. It's a temptation. And number three, which is very important, your faith is being tested. Right? So always remember that. And always learn from those three, three things. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. That is in John 16. But take heart. I have overcome the world. Is that good? So whatever your circumstances today, whatever battle we are fighting, always acknowledge that we have a living and sovereign God. Be grateful in everything and give thanks in anything we receive from the Lord. For as we go back to our theme verse, for that is the will of God for us to give thanks. Alright? Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Father, we honor you. Father, I pray, Lord, that as we go out from this church, Lord, we will carry a grateful heart, Father. A heart that pours out with thanksgiving coming from you, Lord. Father, we thank you for your love and your faithfulness to us, Father. And I pray, Lord, that you continue, Lord, to give us endurance of whatever circumstances we have, Father. And just learn from it, Lord. Give us wisdom, Lord. And give us patience, Lord. Lord, help us, Father, to practice a grateful heart every single day. In Jesus' name, amen.